Hey podcast listeners, Andy Clark here. So, as an international, do you have an easy life in the Netherlands? There are tax breaks, nice salaries, a good work-life balance, international schools and special services from city halls to make you feel at home. But is it all really champagne and caviar? I know that there are some people also sharing houses because they have to, to be able to make some money to, let's say, make their lives to future to be better. So I think, from what I know, there is many different situations and depending on what you do, you can have that red carpet or just leave every day at a time. Well, some people say that expats have kind of a luxury life. Is that your experience? They have a red carpet treatment, special tax breaks, it's really great. What's your experience? Well, I'm on a local contract, so technically it's different for me, but I do think it's a little bit true. I'm not so sure about that. I think it's a challenge to be an expat just about anywhere in the world. I'm not so very sure. I mean, my own uh, my own experience is uh, is mixed. I mean, yes, uh, I think that uh, it is not uh, correct that you know some people who are here for some years uh, get uh, you know undue advantages. But at the same time, I think you know for people who are on the move, you know there are costs that are there which uh, you know may not always be visible for you know people who are here you know for the long term. For instance, you know when I'm moving from location to location. I don't know. It's very a super, so superficial way of uh, seeing it. So it's not that easy. Uh, maybe okay, we have uh, good salaries, but this doesn't mean that the life is easy. So. Voices there from a recent expat fair in the Hague, and we'll hear more of those views later in the podcast. I recently posted the question of whether or not expat life is an easy life on Facebook, and there was a lot of debate. It's Facebook, of course, so not all of it was very civilized. But what do you expect? Some people dismissed it out of hand, and others, though, did think there was more than a grain of truth to the statement. So I thought I'd turn to an expert and get her point of view and go a little bit deeper on this subject. My guest for the show is Anik Smith, and she is the expat expert in question, having recently completed a PhD study on expats at Leiden University. So I'm Anik Smit and I recently defended a PhD thesis at Leiden University in the history department, which dealt with expats. And I'm currently working as a, a lecturer at Rotterdam University, also in history. Okay, and there was an article that was published after you defended your PhD, and uh, and the headline uh, was uh, "Expats Get the Red Carpet Treatment." Do expats have an easy life? Right. Well. No, not necessarily, <laughs> and it it very much depends who you compare them to. Um, and in my PhD thesis, there was somewhat of an implicit comparison between how this type of immigrants um, is sort of welcomed and how they settle in, um, in comparison to uh, more low-skilled immigrants or immigrants that already decide upon arrival that they want to permanently settle. Um, so that that was somewhat where the easier uh, statement came from. Oh, but what sort of benefits do the expats get then? Um, well, obviously, it's a bit hard to say that they definitely get benefits. I mean, let's maybe it's good to state like my study was a historical study, right? So I looked at expatriates in The Hague and in Jakarta in Indonesia, um, and my interest was mainly how 
can we explain the kind of settlement process they have in these cities? And also, how can we explain that it seems to be different from other groups in the sense that they have a quite comfortable lifestyle, that they don't encounter a lot of problems or discrimination? Um, and the fact that despite all this, we also don't have very negative stereotypes of them, even though they also group together and live in their sometimes own neighborhoods and so on. So it was more, um, yeah, asking that question through time. Mm -hmm. um, and then finally, the statement to say that it's easier and that they get certain benefits. Well, they are definitely um, by the local governments throughout this period become more and more of, uh, well, in their, in their vision, of added value to the city. So they kind of start to see the economic benefit that the presence of this group has for them as local economies. And that's also why they decide then that they might want to have them uh, feel more welcome by really presenting them information about where they can find housing, uh, where they could be a member of a club, where they could meet people. Uh, also, obviously, at a national level that they get certain tax cuts or um, the fact that the municipality also not necessarily through financing it, but through supporting it and through making sure the permits are there, uh, for example, enabling an international school to be present in the city and these kinds of facilities. Um, but your study was, was specific, uh, obviously, but it does tell us lots of lessons about expats in the Netherlands today and the broader expat sort of picture. And uh, and I posted the article that was uh, produced by the university on your when you had defended your PhD, and I shared it on Facebook as well. It got a lot of reaction from people um, because people were either, yeah, there was lots of reaction to it. There's a lot of interest from expats, obviously, uh, about their status and the way they feel about living in the Netherlands. Um, can you can you talk a little bit more then about uh, the difference between an expat and an immigrant then i mean what what is that it's a distinction that worries some people and it seems sometimes an an odd distinction can you explain a bit more about that yeah and obviously i struggled whether or not i should use the term expat <laughs> um finally i decided to do so because in both of the cities that i studied there was the use of this term, even if people mainly use it as shows from the debates on your uh, Facebook page. Um, it's to distinguish themselves from what they are not or by stating, well, I'm not a real expat, however, da, da, da. So they often use it to sort of maneuver around and through that debate, what is their identity, right? So I, in the end, ended up using it that way as well. So it's a very broad term. And it mainly distinguishes them indeed from what we usually call immigrants. Um, it's complicated. Like when I asked people around me, when I started this research and I said, I want to look at expats. What do you think? Who is an expat? Often people said, or why are they different? And people said, well, they're different because they have work or they are different because they are here only temporarily um, or they are different because they are um in a privileged position. Um, or maybe even in some cases, people would say they are often white immigrants or from European countries. And these, of course, are all could be true <laughs> for people, but they are also, um, yeah, not very explanatory as to why people have a certain experience abroad. Um, so for me, finally, the, the criterion became that it is people that are going abroad for their work, 
but who also have an employer that decides on the duration and the destination of their move. So that became very important for who I did or did not include in the study. I'd like to get back a little bit to this idea of expat life. Is it an easy life? You know, it's it's something that I asked people when I was at the recent Feel at Home Fair in The Hague. And uh, we'll hear from some of those people now. We have, we find quite some challenges also here to, to adapt to to, to, to the environment actually. So, yeah, yeah, okay. And, so, yeah. yeah, and the weather. <laughs> yeah. Not really. I mean, uh, if, you, if you look at uh, uh, if you look at the uh, the expat community uh, uh, on the whole, you know, obviously the thirty percent ruling is uh, is great. Uh, it has got uh, uh, it is a it is a good enabler for people to come in, but over a, over the over the last few years, you know, the some of the some of the goodies that were being given I think that that's going down uh, and and probably it's a much more level playing field now uh, so uh, yeah I think I think I don't blame the Dutch government for uh, uh, for putting up a red carpet for the expats you know I think I, I think that's that's part of any good uh, uh, government that that wants to be business friendly and 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 hence uh, wants to get uh, the right talent and the right people. So, never any resentment against you as an expat from from Dutch people who might think, oh, he, you know, that guy, he's expat, he's got loads of money and easy life, blah. blah. Nah, not really. Uh, at least not that I have, uh, I have seen. But yeah, I mean, I, I hear that in uh, uh, in pockets, but by and large, you know, I mean, the, that that's something that that you uh, don't care too much about. So. Uh, I'm not too worried. And some people say expats have an easy life. What would you say to that? Um, it depends what you mean by an easy life. An easy life, uh, we have a nice life. Um, we find it difficult not having our family here, um, but it's an easy, nice life having such good friends where I don't think you would get that back in your own country and certainly wouldn't meet as many different communities, cultures as well. I wouldn't say it's easy. No, I won't say it's easy because yeah, it's it is but a bit a bit of an adjustment, can you say, the way things work and the processes to follow and everything. So I won't say it's easy, but um, I think that a lot of the Dutch people are very willing to help. So if you ask the right people and everything, you can get help. Yeah, so, yeah. different challenges. You don't have your support system, so you're starting from beginning. But um, no, I wouldn't say it's easy. Um, I really don't think so. It's true that they have some perks and all that, but living away from your country has its own negative uh, aspects as well. So, well, there are good sides and there are bad sides too. Uh, Anik, I'd like to ask you a little bit more about about this. Um, it's an I- idea that certainly endures. And, and when I posted a link on Facebook saying expat life equals easy life with a link uh, to the article about your research, you know, there was a lot of uh, response, a lot of emotive response. People first, uh, you know, were saying, is the red car, I asked if the red carpet, if they felt the red carpet was rolled out for them. And some people were just mad and you got the usual social media response of bullshit, you know, and they probably hadn't even read the article. Uh, but other people were, were more involved and, and responded. You've seen some of the comments too. What, what did you make of this? Well, I mean, I really recognize it from doing the research. I mean, the experiences of people going abroad are very diverse. And I think it's also something the research should show also to these urban governments that try to cater to 
new expatriates because they sometimes have too much of a generic image of who they are. So to that extent, I completely understand that people feel like, well, it wasn't easy for me um, necessarily or as compared to uh, how other people had it. So it seems to me that that makes sense that people didn't all agree that it's easy life. And I think the interviews I did, because my study is mainly based on archival research, but also a lot of interviews with Dutch and uh, Dutch expats that went abroad and foreign expats that have been in The Hague. And these interviews are people from very different generations of expats. So people that were in The Hague in the 50s, for example, for an American oil company, but also Dutch people that went abroad in the 70s. And I mean, they all have their own story and they also had, depending on the business they worked in, uh, different uh, degrees of support from their employer. And they also talk about it like, well, we actually... Uh, had it way harder back then and now it's actually easy to be an expat whereas then I spoke to a newer generation who said well back in the days they had all these allowances and everything but now it's very much depending on sort of the position you have in a company and sometimes you got hardly any allowances and actually it's harder today I mean people will always compare right I'm talking to historian Anik Smit, who has just completed a PhD at Leiden University. Her study focused on expats in The Hague and Jakarta in Indonesia. I'm talking to her today about whether or not expats have an easy life. All right, if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, please subscribe if you haven't done so already and tell family and friends too. I exist just online, there's no big organisation backing me, so I rely on all of you, my dear podcast listeners, to spread the word. The podcast can be found in all good podcast apps, of course, both for iPhone and Android, and you can listen on the website too, hereinholland.com, and there's a guide on how to subscribe at the website too, should you need that. I'm also on SoundCloud too, if you prefer that, and you can listen there. And tell me what you think about the podcast as well. You can go to the Facebook page, just search for Here in Holland on Facebook and you'll find me. Tons of other stuff about the Netherlands there too. And you could even drop me an email, hereinholland at gmail.com. And, and but so there's an interesting point that a few people made as well on the Facebook discussion, which was the kind of this this two tier system of 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 people who go to live in another country and this distinction between expat and immigrant. And you mentioned a little, you talked about that a little bit already. There was a comment from Mol Lai on Facebook, and and uh, and this Facebook uh, responder said, "You know, nobody's touching this conversation because we have to acknowledge the mindset that expat applies to white Europeans and immigrants are well." everyone else. That's what uh, this person said. Uh, What do you say to that? Yeah, well, I think it's a good point, actually. And there was a really big debate on the website of The Guardian, I think, because someone wrote an op-ed on that exact um, topic. And it's something I acknowledge right away in the introduction to my uh, thesis, because I think that does play a role. And this whole notion that I mean, there's class difference, but there's also very much a racialization of what an immigrant is and what an expat is, right? So that definitely plays in there as well. Although by sort of using the definition of an expat as someone that is going abroad and is somewhat limited in their moves or actually supported in their moves by an employer who decides on the duration and the destination of the the move, that, I mean, leaves out 
who can fit into the category of expat based on race. So that is not part of my selection criterion in, in the study. And I mean, I have come across people that, of course, um, had a different racial background and because of that also sometimes had different experiences, even though they had the status of expat uh, and were confronted with stereotypes or representations of other people that sort of affected the, their status in a negative or a positive way, but often negative. So, I mean, I'm aware that because in these cases, these people were sometimes um, uh, not seen as expats, even though they were. Yeah. So that, of course, can happen. And then you, you become very much aware that there is this idea that immigrants and expats are only different on the basis of that. And but if we look at um at the kind of general expat idea then and, and the majority of people who would identify themselves as expats or internationals people often like to use that term uh, these days for example the majority of people who were at the field at home fair uh, uh you know just uh, recently in the Hague uh, so the people who are here for oil companies here for a few years or IT specialists or international courts what sort of challenges have you found that uh, that uh, these traditional expats face when it comes to uh, settling into dutch society well so one thing is that often they were surprised as to how different the Netherlands was from their country of origin <laughs> and that it turned out to be harder than expected to set up their life. Um, but then at the same time, they also had got a lot of support also from Dutch people who often were somewhat acquainted with the international scene or had been expats themselves at some point. So if they ended up in these sort of international circles, then they often found their way. What did they What did they find hard then when they first arrived? I think it's something you mentioned as well, that it was part of some of the comments uh, of people that making friends can be hard. It seems great being an expat, new country, perks, you know, a nice lifestyle. But uh, but there are, there are, you're saying there are, there are issues as well and real issues about happiness and, and being feeling feeling at home, feeling as though you're part of a, a community and you, you know what's going on around you in a broader sense. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I've come across stories where people have met with resentment amongst Dutch people. And it often had to do with them being considered as a sort of representative of either their company or their country of origin. So especially some Americans have told me of living in The Hague or uh, Wassenaar in the, the 60s and 70s and being confronted with, for example, two kids. Well, they are no longer kids, obviously, but they told me when they were back then, when they would take the school bus from Wassenaar uh, to the American school, which was then still in The Hague. Um, how they had at some point been uh, yelled at by two youngsters who said that they were responsible for the Vietnam War and so on, and, and they had been very shocked. But they also somewhat understood that then they were apparently visibly American and people probably knew that that was where they would take the school bus. And I mean, they were confronted at that moment with real resentment as to them being there right so but they were also linked and seen as representatives of something much bigger and this is of course often the case in also when other immigrant groups uh, are are negatively perceived they're linked to these larger issues that people are afraid for with expats you're saying that there's there's kind of this uh view stereotype view which also can can lead to problems 
one man told me an anecdote and I mean it it also it was somewhat funny where he um he was uh working for an oil company in uh in the Hague in the 50s and um he had previously been uh in Germany for his studies so he spoke quite some German but no Dutch yet Mm-hmm. And um, he had been going to a sports class and then on his way home, he had noticed that a lot of people had stopped and parked their car on the side of the road and people had been standing outside and there was some sort of strange atmosphere. And at some point he had stopped his car and got out and approached some people and wanted to ask them what was going on. And since he spoke mainly German, he had said, was ist los? Like, what is going on? Um, and the people had been somewhat offended and had responded that actually there was uh, the one of the first 4th of May commemorations of the Second World War, where people mm. would keep silence for a moment. Um, oh, right. And he oh. had felt oh. completely embarrassed yeah. ab- addressing them in German, which, of course, he had done with the best intentions. But sure. um, And he said that was one of the moments where he realized, oh, no. Sometimes being a newcomer in a country, you cannot know everything and you make some mistakes. Um, in the end, of course, it, it was perfectly fine. He continued his way home and he probably had said some very <laughs> friendly things to these people. But uh, he said, yeah, that's sometimes the kind of small mistakes that can happen when you're new. But those sorts of small mistakes are acutely painful. I mean, we're, and, and that sort of thing that plays on, on people's minds as well, that you really are then confronted with the fact that you're an outsider. Yeah, no, absolutely. And of course, that is also, um, yeah, that can be discouraging for some people then to keep trying, right? Sure, absolutely. It, it can be really, yeah, it can put you off and, and, and get you then questioning, you know, why am I here? And, and it's difficult. And do I want to have these difficulties? Let me take uh, you then full circle to to the question again, just to round off then. Expat life equals an easy life. Is this your experience? I posted that on Facebook and it was seen more than 10,000 times and there were a lot of comments. People were very heated on on the whole discussion. Um, And if we come back to that original question, um, you know, what's your answer to that then? Not for everyone. (laughs) That would be my answer. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I th- and I think that's something we need to remember that not every expat has the same kind of perks and has the same kind of experience um, and has the same kind of future prospects. So that really differs uh, between expatriates. And it's something that also makes it hard to make these sort of generic expat policies because it's a lot of different people with different migration experiences and family situations. So, yeah, we have to be aware of that, like with other immigrants. And any advice for expats, internationals, on how they can better uh, integrate in the Netherlands? Um, well, okay, that would be personal advice then. That's fine. It's great if they just try and find something that suits their personality, because I think trying to fit into what specific clubs or specific expert services try to make you believe you need or you need to do. I don't think that's always good for people. Just decide what suits you. And maybe you'll meet some Dutch people who think the same way. And maybe it's internationals. But uh, yeah, I'd say just choose what suits you. You've been listening to Here in Holland, the podcast in English about life with the Dutch. My guest this time was historian Anique Smit, who recently completed a PhD at Leiden University. 
Her study was a comparative historical one on the lives of expats since the 1940s in Jakarta and The Hague. There are lots more Here in Holland podcasts. You can subscribe via your podcast app of choice. There's a how-to guide at the website if you need it, hereinholland.com. You can listen there too. So please subscribe and share the podcast with family and friends too. And remember... From what I know, there is many different situations and depending on what you do, you can have that red carpet or just leave every day at a time. I'm Andy Clark. Thanks for listening and until the next time.